0: Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to another edition of PwC Connections, the podcast. It is the beginning of May 2023, and we're going to have an interesting conversation today geared towards safety, in fact, electrical safety. May is National Safety Month, and that would, that is what today's conversation will be about. For those who don't know, I will be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson from the Communications and Community Relations Department here at PwC and i am being joined by my colleague none other than miss
1: lexi hasappos hey lamont and everybody
0: what's going on lexi how you doing today
1: i'm really happy it's a friday while we're recording this
0: so with that said we're getting ready to get into our topic we have two guests joining us to be able to sit down and talk about it we got mr landon locklear and mr david bailey what's going on fellas
2: what's going on man how you doing
0: come on guys don't be shy we're trying to loosen them up it's a friday in fact if we're going to date this it is actually cinco de mayo so after we get off work i'm sure we're gonna have some good time this evening but before we do that we're gonna talk about safety and before we talk about safety let's get familiar with the two guests that we have joining us we're gonna start with you landon i know you like to be the talkative one so we're gonna let you go first if you would tell us tell us about your title here at pwc uh, what that encompasses and, and how long you been
2: here? Um, I'm a second-class lineman at PwC, uh, work on power lines, you know, whatever happens when you're on call or during the storm. Um, I'm been here 10 years. So, you know, still kicking, trying to make everything go. Right, right. Well, we, we
0: appreciate what you're doing and glad you're still kicking. What about you, David?
3: Uh, my name is David Bailey. Um... I'm a groundman here at PwC. I've been here about going on 14 months now. Uh, my, my title as a groundman is basically to look out for my lineman, uh, make sure I'm one step ahead of him and giving him all the tools that he needs and parts to get out the pole and get the job rolling smoothly.
0: Now, now, what got you gentlemen into this profession? Uh, David, I'll let you go ahead and finish. So what, what made you get into this line of work and then you next, Landon?
3: Um, this has been something I've – been interested in for a long time. I, my father was a lineman. Um, he worked um, on the CT crew for a long time. And as a child, just growing up in the PwC culture and uh, kind of went my own way out of out of uh, high school and everything, doing a little bit of heating and air work and finally decided to come around and, and give this a shot.
0: So you're a Fayetteville native? Yeah. What high school?
3: Uh, Hope County High School. Okay. Okay. Well, Hope County. So There you go. There you go.
0: What about you, Landon?
2: um uh, i don't really know um i was just you know looking for a job and started with the contractors and i worked for the contractors for about a year and a half and then i put in at pwc and uh got hired um i never knew who you know no nobody who done line work i didn't know how the power stayed on i just figured it was something that came on you know see that's more of a, a more
0: common story it's probably a lot of people that just didn't know gave it a shot and now they're in it and what you say you've been in this 10 years
2: yep i've been here at pwc for 10 years
0: now we're, we're talking about uh electrical safety month what are some of the precautions and safety measures you gentlemen have to take with your line of work go ahead david
3: all right um well first things first when we show up on the job um first thing we're going to do is is isolate our work zone so we're going to put some cones out and um kind of keep the keep the traffic aware mm-hmm that we're in the we're in the uh, vicinity um secondly we're gonna we're gonna be covering up our lines that our buckets and linemen are going to be exposed to putting rubber on the lines and blankets around hot components of the pole um just do everything that we can do to stay safe and make the job go smooth
1: i'm glad you brought up the rubber on the lines is that the orange stuff that y'all put up i always wonder what that was yes ma'am. i saw that the other day i was like oh that's really cool so do you just put everything in the bucket and then send the lineman up and he does all that? That's really That's right. neat. We really appreciate what y'all do if we never tell y'all, by the way, so we can turn on that electricity. <laughs> what about you, Landon?
2: Um, basically the same thing. Um, you know, I, most of the time I'd be in the bucket putting the hoses on, you know, whatever wherever we need to be at. Um, main thing is always just to remember, you know, make sure you got your gloves on and you know put a each hand on one phase you know you can't have your hands on two different ones at the same time you always got to work one at one time you know and get it stabilized and go to another one main thing is you know be precaution over it make sure that where you got your, your mind set because anything could go wrong at any time and you know you need to be paying attention and make sure you know you know what you're doing
0: Nate, you talked about wearing the gloves. I'm sure there are other uh, – it's PPE. Talk about the PPE, some of the PPE. What does PPE stand for?
3: Uh, PPE stands for personal protective equipment. Um, first things first would be our hard hat. When we, when we, we get into the work zone, our uh, hard hat's on, we have a reflective vest. It's, it's really bright green uh, so that traffic can see us and people around the work zone can know that you know we, we're, we're where we are um we also want to keep our gloves on uh, having steel-toed boots um protect from falling objects and definitely just want to most importantly your hard hat you know working under poles things falling linemen dropping stuff or anything can fall off the pole and it can hurt you if you don't have your hard hat on
0: i saw a demonstration with uh like a, a hammer or a tool being dropped from the top of the pole onto like a watermelon and the difference in if the watermelon had the helmet on versus it not having the helmet on crushed the watermelon of course without the helmet and it actually did keep it safe with the helmet on so that ppe is definitely uh effective what about your safety training what are what are some of the tips with that i'll, I'll start with you landon um
2: safety training is mostly of you know looking on the job you know from where you start at as a groundman learning and watching some of the older guys or the linemen, how they do things and you pick stuff up and uh you know a lot of it's hands-on you know you're going to see stuff happen and you know not to, you know things is going to happen that's going to go wrong and you know not you'll learn from it not to do it or you know not especially when they working on the pole and you trying to hurry up and get the job to power on, everybody's rushing not to be up under a pole while the man's up there in the bucket. Because anything could fall, you know, washer, bolt, anything could slip off and hit you in the head. And uh, like I said, you know, your gloves, you know, you can get cut by splinter or anything. So the main thing is learning when you're out there watching. The main thing is watching what everybody does and everybody's on the same page.
1: So, y'all have brought up gloves multiple times. And we had PWC Day yesterday where we had a tour and demonstration and line construction was out there. It's always a really fun part. Those gloves are not what people think are gloves. They're like ginormous oven mitt metal. Th- I mean, they're like heavy. I don't even know how y'all work in general on a pole, but then those gloves, how much do they weigh?
2: Um, They ain't that heavy. They, they just are heavy. <laughs> I mean, you get used to them. They're really not heavy. The main thing is squeezing, you know, trying to hold on to bolts and stuff with them at the long day when it's hot and your hands will be sweating and they can fill up full of water. you got to dump them out. depends on, you know, how bad you sweat. But, you know, the main thing is they're tight kind of and you cramp up, you know, after a long period of time. But, you know, it takes a while to get used to it
0: now for those who don't know electrical safety month is an opportunity for us to raise awareness about potential home electric hazards the importance of electrical fire safety and the safety of electrical and non-electrical workers which is why we you know open up talking about the guys and their safety measures and what they do in their job but of course we have some safety tips for our customers now one of the ones is to never touch a down power line uh that might be self-explanatory to some but why is that a safety tip?
3: Uh, just because a wire is on the ground, um, that doesn't mean that it's dead and it can still be energized. And e- even if you're not uh, touching the power line, just coming into a close proximity to it can hurt you and can electrocute you.
0: Also, with the weather getting warmer and more people getting out into their yard doing landscaping, the importance of dialing 811 how can that be helpful to keep them safe?
3: uh just call before you dig you never you never know what's what's underneath you i mean it's it can be it can be something old such as an old cable phone line um it could be depending on how far you're digging down you can you can run into some primary primary wires that can do a lot of damage
0: you also see more people flying kites uh messing with their drone uh balloon releases uh talk about how those are hazards
2: um, well, mostly, you know, mostly with the cocks or the balloons, if they get away and uh, they get in the primary and uh, you got the string and so whatever, touching one one phase into another phase, it's going to knock the power out. And when you go up there to take it off, when you got your gloves on, most of the time you ain't want to get up there at it because it's going to have static and you can hear it buzzing. So you'll have to put a knife on a stick to cut it off because, you, you know, you can, you can hear it. And, you know, especially if it's a bunch of them. um, You know, you got different things. Uh, Like I said, like everybody thinks with the truck, that we use the truck to dig holes. That's hardly ever. It's always you use a hole diggers to hand dig the holes because you don't never know what's out there. Most of the time we dig without it being located. It's a rush job, and you don't never know what you're going to hit from day to day.
1: So the balloons and everything else we try to do a lot of education on so people don't get them in the power lines. But when we do have outages, you know, that's number one when customers are going to reach out, right? So other than balloons being unsafe and causing outages, what are some other things that cause outages that people don't really think about on a beautiful day like this that y'all have to deal with?
2: Squirrels.
3: Squirrels, birds, snakes, raccoons, everything that's moving around and in getting nature. In, getting in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. Um you know, with summertime coming, winds can pop up, you know, later in the day, a little, little rain, hard rain shower can come through and and mess a lot of stuff up.
0: I would imagine distracted drivers would also be a, a big hazard.
3: Yeah, that's one of the worst.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. That's the yes. everyday thing is the drivers, especially right. here in Fayetteville. I never heard so many people wrecking, hitting poles until I come to work here. I live out in the country. And uh, that's the last thing they're gonna hit as a pole. We're running into a field, or a ditch. Here, I believe that's the first thing they see. They, they want to hit.
0: They go for the pole.
2: <laughs> nah, we're just kidding. We don't.
0: Please drive safe out there for those who are listening. A couple of a couple of more tips. Uh, never climb a substation fence. For those who don't know, it's like when you're driving past. It's one on Owen Drive for those who are local. Uh, that big. You see all the the machinery, and it's a, a fence around it. It. it I don't know why people would want to climb and get in there but for some reason they may but why should they stay away from those substation fences
2: um that's a lot of power in there that's where all your power come from right from the substation most ones just going in there to climb their fences up to no good anyway they looking to steal something mm-hmm. and they looking for that copper mm-hmm. and they just don't know that's the, what's going to take them out because once they cut it that's the main you're grounded that's what's going to keep you here or not the power lines everybody's scared of them that ain't really what's going to get you is the, the 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 neutral the ground what's going to get you something you can't see wow. is going to get you the most that's why you always got to pay attention and know where your hands is at all times all
0: right. Uh, 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 right along the lines of that those uh, green transformer boxes that are in some people's yards, residentially. I remember as a kid sitting on those, and it used to be home base if you're playing hide and seek or tag or something of that nature. Uh, but it shouldn't be. And, and why is that?
3: Those things can go off at any time. I mean, a, a leg can go out, or it can blow out, and it can send the transformer up in the air. Mm. Um, and, and then also, you have um, oil in the transformers that can be a hazard as well. So it's definitely not something to, to hang around because it's, essentially it's a ticking time bomb. Cool. You
2: know, especially if it gets loaded or, you know, then it'll go off uh, ants. A bunch of ants gets around, to, you know, because it's like it's got the heat. There's something about ants when they in them transformers around them. That neutral bar, bar, I don't know what it does, but when you open it up, it could be filled up full of ants and years over time it'll sit there and just, you know, eat it up.
1: Have you ever had to go and uh, work in someone's yard and they have really pretty greenery or trees around it? And how does that, what happens when that, when you come across something like that?
3: Uh, unfortunately, we have to cut it away. Um, we gotta do what we gotta do to get to what we need to get to, to, to work safely. Um, and as much as people wanna hide the eyesore of their, of their uh, transformer in their yard, it's not a good idea, and it's, it's it's a better decision to leave it open to where it can be serviced.
0: Great job, cross-messaging, Lexi. So that is a reminder to please don't plant around the Transformers. Uh, nine feet in front, three feet on each side. Uh, as just mentioned by David, that space is needed in order for them to do the work. If there's an emergency or some type of situation where they need to get to the Transformer, uh, we do not want to destroy any landscaping or uh, anything that the property owner may have done but if it is in the way of the work it does create a conflict so we try to urge or put that reminder out there to not plant or put anything within nine feet of the front of the transformer and three feet on each side a couple more tips before we get out of here for the inside of your house uh why do you want to replace frayed or damaged cords from your electronics Or can we rock? Is it okay to use a frayed cord? Can we I mean,
3: No, I, I would, it's not safe to use a frayed cord. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just it increases the possibility of the cord going bad and arcing or causing a short um, and possibly causing an electrical fire. Mm. Um, once you once you notice an electrical cord is frayed or showing any kind of wire, um, it, it should be replaced instead of repaired with, with tape or something like that.
0: Same thing with cords you want to avoid placing them under carpets Because I know plenty of people they don't want to trip up over the cords. So they're gonna put a throw rug over it or something of that nature, but that's a safety hazard
2: It depends on if it's got a cut and all in it and if you know if you going over the top of it with hit, you know uh, Pushing something over the top if you're walking over and ain't nothing over it, then it's probably not as bad But it, you know, been out there in the open and and you steady running over it with your vehicle or anything. And like you said, once the coating's off of it and and you can see the wire, you know, you're eventually breaking it down. You know, your amps ain't going to be as strong as they should be and anything could happen.
0: Also with that, you want to avoid overloading your outlets. Uh, It might be a good idea to place some safety caps over your unused electrical outlets always remember electricity and water do not mix and make sure you want to test your smoke alarms Uh, people tend to do it every what six months every three months something of that nature test them monthly change the batteries every year and replace the unit every 10 years is there any other tips you guys would uh you know share with our customers before we get out of here in terms of just being safe or helping you guys stay safe in what you do
2: Uh, main thing is, you know, about where you plant your trees around the power line. You know, if it's around a pole, it depends on how, you know, keep it trimmed up, if it's going to be on some, and and then especially uh, what you put around your meter base. Sometimes, you, you know, they build porches around them you can't get to them. They'd be a tree around them you can't get to the, your meter base. You know, so that stuff's going to grow up. You know, eventually it's going to be up there. And that, like you said, when it gets wet and they something wrong up there, you don't, I mean, anything, we, know, we don't know if it's got a nick in it or something after years, but after it growing and it getting wet, it'll show.
3: Yeah. And um, just keeping an eye out for us, for all of us, you know, in our work zones, whether it be day or night, you pull up and you see a bunch of cones in the road and you might see our strobe lights going off on our trucks and stuff. And just be mindful that there's, there's, There's people jumping on and off of these trucks, grabbing parts, trucks, moving around, trying to maneuver in a tight spot to to get to a pole and um, do what we need to do. Just be mindful and slow down.
0: Well said, I want to thank both of you guys uh, for joining us. Uh, Last month was the National Alignment Appreciation Days, one for the state. But uh, we try to remind everybody we appreciate you guys every day. And everyone should appreciate what you do every day because you, you truly do keep the power on. So I appreciate you making the time to sit down with us and talk about a little bit of safety. Uh, I want to remind everyone you can get the safety tips that we talked about on our website, F-A-Y-P-W-C dot uh, Please continue to listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify. We're on all those platforms under the name PWC Connections. Uh, Check out our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, next door. We're there. PwC or Fayetteville Public Works Commission. Uh, I think I've covered all my bases. Uh, I want to say thanks again, Lexi. Thank you for joining me. Join us in about two weeks. We'll be back with another episode of PWC Connections. Thanks for listening.